Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. I'm happy to hear it. <laughs> Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Kayla and Dez, people. Uh, real talk here, right here. And uh, very interesting show, but at first I want to talk about this uh, young man and his, his way of doing it, his methodology of basically keeping people on the up and up uh, in, in what, is, what would be considered a dark time for many. And I know there's a lot of, of fear that's being shared, a lot of stress and worry that's being shared, but somehow, some way, he still found a way to share a positive and upbeat thing. And he also does promote shows of natural health and fitness, and he has his own gym, so he's been helping people maintain their uh, quality of life in a much more positive and healthy way. And I'm talking about Josh Miller, but I cannot go any further in this show without introducing the co-host with the mouth-host, and that's Desiree Fletcher Carruthers of the other Carruthers. And so we're going to try to map out a format to basically help people instead of always talking this narrative of fear, stress, and worry of potential death because it seems like that's what everybody's uh, honing in on. And I'm very surprised that we aren't addressing the health side of the, of the field and basically just letting people know there is a way out. There is some hope and there's some way you can counteract all these uh, things that are happening with, with your body, and that is good health. So, Des, uh, how are you doing? I am fantastic, and I am super excited about this conversation because, Kaylin, as you know, you and I have been marching up and down and banging our drums since COVID first started about building the immune system, and it still has not become a mainstream message. I don't know what else we got. Put it on our show and make it a more mainstream message. Yes. And, and we're gonna we're gonna shout to the hills tonight because we have somebody who's basically been on the forefront and 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 on the battlefield, making sure that his location, his region, have a better understanding, especially people that interact with him a lot more often than than we do. So, Josh Miller, introduce yourself, give us a little back history, and let's get this show going. Awesome. All right. Thanks for having me uh, tonight, guys. I'm excited about the show. Um, yeah, as uh, Kalem said, uh, I've been promoting shows since uh, 2013. Um, I got a couple of gyms, personal training uh, studios that I uh, own in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, been at it a long time, working with a lot of people, doing a lot of uh, in-depth personal training with clients over the years, um, and uh, you know, just doing everything I can for. Uh, to improve the health and the quality of people's lives and uh, also just do everything that I can for natural bodybuilding. Those are two of my strong passions right there. So uh, that's, that's, that's me in a nutshell right there. And that's, uh, that's quite the, the nutshell that you got going on, a lot going on. And, you know, I just can't – Josh and uh, his wife, Melissa, very humble, but I just can't say enough about the job that they do – promoting shows and for natural bodybuilding. So I just want to throw that know, out right. there first before we uh, before we go down this rabbit hole because, um, so Josh, as Kaylin is saying, you're on the front lines and you're seeing a lot of individuals out there, um, you know, trying to do the best that they can 
to promote their health, promote their health, to safeguard, build up their health in the time that we're in. But it's it's not easy because not all of the right information is getting out, as far as I'm concerned, or some of the most important information. And in the beginning, you know, they were shutting gyms down when I was like, oh, my goodness, don't shut them down. Keep them open. Exercise exactly. is fantastic. Yes. We're helping to build up the natural immune system. So how, I mean, you're in Kentucky, if I've got that right, right, right? right. So how yes. did that first stage impact you and your members? And, you know, what were your thoughts on why aren't gyms being classified as essential? Yeah, I was I was very disheartened about all of that uh, because I've seen right from the get-go what they're encouraging people to do is, you know, they for a long time and even still today, they were encouraging people to do everything that would weaken their immune system. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, it, you know it, it, they were not active. You know, they're telling people to stay in, stay in, don't get out. I mean, even they didn't even want people to walk around their block. I, uh, to walk down the street in their neighborhood. They didn't want people out at all. And I'm like, okay, what is that doing for your immune system? It's going to weaken your immune system. Uh, your restaurants, uh, you know, your, a lot of your fast food restaurants were staying open, um, especially like the drive through and things. And um, But, you know, they were not encouraging people to eat healthy. Uh, no. It, it, it was something, you know, they were not, why weren't they telling people to, you know, what kind of vitamins they should be taking? I did not hear one thing on, you know, what kind of vitamins that they need to be taking. What is a proper nutrition, what does proper nutrition look like? Um, none of that was getting uh, discussed, and it still isn't today. And I think it's very sad. And I'm like, why are we sending the wrong message um, telling everybody, you know, things that are going to weaken their immune system instead of strengthening their immune system. Um, it, 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 it's, it, it's, I can't give an answer for it, and it's um, got me confused, and I, you know, for a long time. I just don't know, you know, still yet, I don't know why, uh, like you said, Desiree, it's not a mainstream message. You would think that that would be something that they'd be pushing really hard right now is, you know, to be active, proper nutrition, make sure you get your weight under control. Um, if you look, my wife works in the hospital, and 80% of the people that is in ICU due to COVID-related illness are obese. Ah, you know, and, that just hurts my heart like, right there. I, I know it. I know it. And 80% of them are obese. And you know, it, it, so that right there tells you um, if people are fit and they are in shape, the chances of them overcoming uh, with no complications or very little complications due to COVID-related illness, it, it's not going to have near the impact on them that, you know, as opposed to if they're overweight or obese. Um, so what we should be doing is telling people, Hey, you know, let's let. What can we do um, to drop our body fat? What can we do to lose weight? And it's it's things that are, are simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, you know, tell people you know to eat fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, take a multivitamin. Um, what can we do to be active? 
let's you know, and it doesn't have to be an intense program like you're training for a competition either. It can be just you know, let's uh, let's walk half a mile a day, let's walk uh, 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 two miles a day, something like that. That right there would make a huge difference on a lot of people, and you know, it would help them overcome any any type of symptoms that they have from COVID. Uh, man. You are, are, are really saying something, and I just got to take a step back because the one thing that we're not talking about or addressing is pre-COVID and what life was like, and then when it hit, and this happened was happening in America long before it was being publicized or being talked about or even be, you know, any kind of uh, strategy was put in place to, to work against it, you know, to kind of combat the, right. the covid and how it was hidden, and there were several of us, and I, I have to include myself because I remember it just feeling like every day I was doing my class, it felt like my chest was splitting open, and I'm thinking, wow, this must be a really bad form of pneumonia or a really bad cold, but every day I was getting through it, and it wasn't that uh, that life-threatening thing that everybody else was talking about because at that time we had several people, like Josh was saying, who were overweight or who were uh, diabetic or pre-diabetic, and they weren't having that same kind of uh, comfort zone that I had. You know, it, it, I, you know, anybody can speak when they haven't been been in it, but if you've been in it and through it, you know what it felt like. You know how bad it felt, but it wasn't ever. And I'm just speaking for me. Ever a life-threatening thing. It was just feeling awfully bad, right, for a couple of weeks. But honestly, I'm still, I was still teaching a kickboxing class because, like I said, nobody was talking about this in November. It, it was just, you know, you were just sick. You weren't, uh, you know, there, there was no speak, public speak or public announcement about the COVID because that didn't happen until March. So there were plenty of people who have been, been suffering with it. And uh, the one that I can remember is one of my, of my cousins who had gone through that bout, and she was released from the hospital because they didn't know what it was. They said it's probably bronchitis or pneumonia, and they sent her home. And then when she went back, yeah, a lot of times, yeah, they were too little, like a respiratory infection for you know before they really knew what it was. Yeah, and and so that that was just how we were going about it. And and she, you know, sadly she passed away, but. we didn't even know anything up until and after that year. So basically 2019 is when we were dealing with it. 2020 is when we actually officially announced that it was real. And yeah, that's, so kind of when, that's kind of when it surfaced. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're dealing with it before 20. I think we're dealing with it before 2020, but, you know, 2020 is when it kind of become mainstream and it surfaced and, okay, something's going on here, that kind of stuff. But yeah. yeah, without a doubt. And now we know we've got so much more information, but yet we're still not sharing some of the most basic exactly. information. Yeah, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Okay, I'm not gonna jump into the vaccine no vaccine argument. I believe that's an individual's choice on how it is they want to manage their health. But even if you get vaccinated, okay, we all know the vaccination is not going to stop the virus. At best, it can maybe minimize the symptoms, and it requires a booster, so it doesn't last forever. So still, how much better could that shot work 
if you were building up your immune system naturally because, you know, it's it's almost a little counterintuitive. The vaccine is supposed to build your immune system, but yet it makes you dependent upon the boosters in order for your immune system to do its job. So the natural innate immune system is still so critically important, regardless of the camp you're in as far as a solution to COVID, but we're still not talking about the basic things needed to be healthy from the inside out. And that is just Frustrating me, guys. I'm just really frustrated yeah. about that. I, I, I am, too. I've been frustrated, you know, from day one, um, you yeah. know, just as you guys were and, and are. Um, and it, it's it's like, I don't know, it's like if you want to go down that route and try to educate people on um, building your natural immune system, uh, it, it's, it's like uh, your – you're, you're anti-vaccine, you're uh, trying to bring harm to the community, and it kind of gets a negative rap there, um, you know, and I, I I don't like that. I'm like, I don't understand why, you know, we're looked down upon because, you know, from a fitness perspective, uh, and you guys are fitness professionals as well, uh, you can kind of see um, a, different, a different perspective from – how we can combat this and uh yeah but it's not it's not encouraged to be you know we're, we're not encouraged to talk about that we're not encouraged to uh tell other people uh natural means and you know that's another very frustrating yes. thing about it because the science does back that up yes, it, yes does. it does it most it most definitely does and then you throw in the fact that majority of your immune system is housed in your gut right so mm-hmm. if you have a healthy digestive system and a healthy gut, then naturally your immune system is going to be better able to do its job. So it's still it's an internal function that we need to be yeah. supporting, right. you know, right. eating well, probiotics. I mean, all of those things, um, cutting down on the sugar, cutting down on the ultra-processed foods, or cutting them out depending on your level of health because – some levels of health and, and gut dysfunction are so bad that you just have to cut it for a little while so your body can actually heal. We should be talking exactly. about these things. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I totally agree. And uh, I, you know, I know there's, I know there's ex- extreme situations where, you know, somebody can give the example where this guy was, you know, took care of himself, he ate healthy. He got COVID and died from it. And you do have a few uh, extreme situations like that, but it's very far, you know, few and far between. You know, yeah. um, you know, mostly, you know, what you're seeing is you're seeing people, um, like I said, you know, who have, you know, weak immune systems. Um, people who, and, and you know, I'm, I'm kind of concerned with, um, you know, if, if 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 we if we stay inside and um, you know, we try to avoid everybody and everything. Oh, come you know, we're not getting That's exposed right. to anything. Yeah, we're not getting exposed to anything. Our, from that right there alone, uh, our immune systems are getting weakened. You know, yeah, and and it's um, it's also with you know the you know if we're not eating right if we're not taking our vitamins if we're not exercising or anything like that which that's not a part of a lot of people's lifestyle and they're not being encouraged to do anything about that 
Um, of course, you know, if they are exposed to it, they're probably going to have some severe symptoms from it. Um, but what if we, if people took the same action toward, okay, learning how to eat right, um, uh, getting daily exercise in, as we are about the other things that they're telling us to do, yeah, I, I think I think right there would would basically solve the problem if America would get behind that, or the world get behind those natural means and push that as much as we do everything else. Uh, I think we see a huge difference. You better believe it. Yeah. and we we shouldn't feel like witch doctors or voodoo specialists when you're talking scientific data. I, I'm amazed right. at how. When as soon as you speak what you speak, all of a sudden there's basically a call to arms to shut you up because somehow mm-hmm. you're speaking against uh, these doctors. I'm not, I'm not speaking against the doctor when I say, hey, there there should be a better way to do this other than a dependency on an outside source. Our our immune system was designed by God, and you're telling me right. that somehow we can't enforce that. And we're, we're a nation of, of, of believers in God. How, how do we omit that factor when our, our immunity, immunity systems, when our immune system is basically designed to fight all these things? We're, we're dealing with variants right. and new variants and, and mutations and, and new mutations. This has been ad nauseum for millennia. And basically by having a weakened immune system, we are more at risk. By having deficiency in our diet, yes. we are more at risk. So I'm not yes. understanding why we're not pushing and promoting. I mean, like driving it through with a battering ram, how this is being even just taken straight out of the narrative where it's not even brought up because somehow it's it's almost like heresy to, to even sensitive. start these uh, com- uh, uh, conversations. Yeah, yeah, if, if you know, what we're experiencing now, if we say anything like that, we're being, we're, through social media or whatever, we're being censored. Uh, it's like they don't mm-hmm. want that information out. So Being, you know, it, being censored as, as uh, by the fact checkers, as false right. information. False according right, yeah. to who? What I would really like to see by one of those fact checkers is who or what information source they're fact-checking their quote-unquote false facts against. And then compare right. the two information, and then people will have the opportunity to determine and decide if they think that the standard of accuracy is valid. But right. we don't. Right. We, just, we just see fact-checker, check, false information. Yeah. Here's where you go they, for the real information. Well, let us see all the information, and then we can decide. Yeah. Exactly. Give us, give us your source where you're fact-checking checking that and, you know, let us decide, you know, if that is, you know, a fact or not. And um, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, like I said, you know, the science, you know, definitely backs up, you know, if you, you know, with the nutrition, with uh, uh, the physical activity, the, new, uh, the proper vitamins and everything, um, you know, you're building up your immune system. Uh, nothing's being taught on that. Nothing's being pushed that way. Um mm-hmm. And, but, you know, my my question is, okay, how do we get that word out? And I think what we're doing here is, you know, by having this podcast is um, we're doing what we can 
to get that information out there. Uh, but now we need some type of leader that has uh, within, I mean, with, within the government or, or uh, something, somebody that can get that information out mainstream and uh, start pushing that. You know, my concern is if somebody did do that, you know, would would it be accepted? Uh, would it be censored? Uh, you know, I, that's that's something Probably I don't know. I, 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 I do question if they if they would even allow that information out by whoever you know did try to make it go mainstream. Good point. Yeah, you know, and that's I think that's a question that's on a lot of people's minds. And in fact, our listeners, we've had several. So, hey, Carla, David, Brent, thanks for chiming in, guys. But basically, the same question well, they want to know: Do the states even have? health experts for these kinds of topics. And it, it just really all depends. I mean, we have lots of experts out there on both sides of the fence. But there's, there's not one definitive, although the CDC would say that they are the definitive source. Fauci would say he's the definitive source, and their scientists are the definitive source. But the information, they're, sharing, they're not sharing all of the full information. Right. So it's really hard to point to to say, well, go to this person, go to that. I mean, you have to dig if you want the other side of the story. And then when it is out there, you're right, Josh, they discredit it. They immediately right. yes. beat it down. Right. I, for, for the medicine side, I think they have been addressing it in, in, in the correct way for what they know. But for people of health, and people that have a strong standing because, you know, a lot of times when they're talking about these people that are dying, they aren't disclosing about the HRT and the TRT usage to, to be healthy. I mean, because to me, you're still doing something with the immune system when you're adding all these outside sources of quote unquote protection for your good health. And when you, when you start forgoing the natural way of things for the human body, you're 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 putting your body at risk, whether they you know people want to admit that or not. I mean, they, they, exactly. how strong is the immune system if you're taking drugs? There's going to be right. a side effect. Yep. There's always a side effect of that, and that's why Des and I have also been preaching about uh, staying a natural life instead of all these drugs and outside sources to have you uh, what would people call the, the the appearance of good health. I mean, I, I'm so sick of hearing, well, they, they were the picture of perfect health. And then you find yeah. the backstory and say, well, well, not so much. And then, you know, right. when you have people of a Josh Miller, of a Misty Weatherford, of a Desiree Fletcher Carruthers, where they can pass the, pass along the information of a life they've lived in a healthy fashion, that's a lot easier to hear than, you know, for a natural athlete or a natural a person who's basically going off of a, a good, strong immunity from living a, a good, healthy lifestyle because there's so much that's not being shared. And who would want to share that basically they've been cheating their whole lives? That's not something too many people want, want to share. I don't know any man or woman who's been cheating on their wife or husband and saying, hey, you know, I'm a good guy because look at all the things I do for society. And then you find out that uh, none of that is true because of the backstory. It's the same thing with drug use. I don't know anybody that's coming out and throwing their hands in the air and saying, yes, I do drugs, and that's why 
I'm such a uh, an advocate of a good life because the drugs basically get me past all the hurt and pain and suffering. So if we're not going to be truthful about doing it, and it seems like the 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 natural the real naturals are too humble to speak out more often, and which is which right. is a knock on us, but it's beyond true. But we we can get stronger, better. And, and more adept at living through these times if we actually show how we can live through it. Because, you know, getting shut up in your house and, and told you can't communicate, I said, this, is, this goes against human nature. And, and right. if, if we have healthy people, then let's see what they're doing and see what right. they chose to do to, to get, this, get through this COVID instead of just only focusing on the sick and dying. Because if, if that's all we're looking at, then that's our focus. But we're not doing anything bring, to get. Go ahead. You bring up a real good point there. Uh, you know, all the focus is, on, is going on people who are having symptoms, who are dying, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know, nothing is really being brought up on the people who are having zero symptoms or very little symptoms and are overcoming it. Okay, now if we did focus on that, uh, look at the lifestyle of the people who are who are having little to no symptoms from. Uh, versus the people who are having extreme complications from it. Um, I guarantee there would be a correlation between um, their lifestyles. Guarantee it. Yeah, I think you would too. Now, I am going to go ahead and put the disclaimer out there, guys, that this does not mean that healthy people cannot fall prey to COVID. They can. And they can have worse symptoms I know I also. live through it, so I'm not saying Yeah. That. And and I and I've you know I've battled with the vid myself and it was not fun, but I came no. out on the other side with a, a right. deeper appreciation for my health because before getting sick with COVID, I couldn't tell you the last time I was actually sick. It had been years, and it actually yes. hit me you know when I was at my most worn down. In the middle of, I've been in prep for competing for a long time, so my system was already worn down, and what you know, it mm-hmm. got me. But you know what? It was it was not fun. I battled it. There were some days where I was like, "Oh, good gravy, man! Can this just be over with?" Yeah. But you make it through. So healthy people can, but healthy people recover. Most of the time. Now, everybody's an individual. Everybody's different. There are the extremes. I get that per Josh's earlier example. But the vast majority of the time, you know, people who are working on their health more likely to successfully recover. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's a message that we need to get out. Yeah. And, you know, just show the facts. You know, uh, I think we need to, uh, you know, find out the people who are, you know, recovering from it and, um, you know, start reporting on that. And, you know, they're, 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 you know, out of, you know, maybe 10 people that get, you know, COVID, you know, they're focused on on the one, on the very one that is having extreme complications to the nine that, you know, got through it no problem. Um and, you know, I, I w- I'd like to find out, you know, okay, what are the nine that got through it with no complications? You know, is, yeah. what are they doing that's different than the, than the person who had uh, the extreme complications? 
you know, and I'm, I, I would think that there'd be a, some type of a, a correlation there. Uh, you, you are going to have some extremes, uh, but uh, some rare cases where you take a healthy individual who does work out and does eat healthy that, you know, gets sick and maybe even dies from it. But, um, you know, in, in the big scheme of things, um, you know, how is it that people, you know, what's the, what's the chances of somebody who is, Taking care of themselves has a healthy lifestyle. Um, what? How are they responding to uh, COVID versus somebody who does not exercise regularly, who uh, eats out every meal, and who doesn't leave their house uh, and is, you know, 80 pounds overweight? Uh, you know, you take somebody like that who has it. How how are they uh, recovering from COVID, or are they recovering from COVID? Yeah, it, I yeah. mean, it's it's more information. That is right. basically yeah. what's right here. We need more information on the full picture, which I think right. is important because that's what's going to help people better arm themselves to right to yeah. to to do to, to do paddle if I can get it out right. in situations yeah. like this. Right. Well, here, okay, here's uh, the thing. And, and this is something that I keep on harping on. Before there was COVID, there was West Nile. Before there was that, there was something else. Before there was that, there was, and the main thing that's always gotten people through was better and improved health. And we should be looking like, okay, now that we have COVID, what's next? Because the, right. the people that are at risk are going to be at risk until they're no longer at risk. And we're not doing nothing yep. to stave off this these epidemics and pandemics and, and you know, life-threatening issues. We're constantly saying, okay, we're getting hit with this. What medication can we take to fix it? And to me, they're, they're, they're simply just bringing us down to a drug dependency instead of a, right. a, adjusting with our immune system, boosting it, and seeing what foods make us healthier, what makes us stronger, what builds yes. the body to fight against these kind of things. Because it's always something else. Just go back 10 years, and we've gone through five or six epidemics, and, and now we have a pandemic that's actually happening. But each and every time, there's something next down the road. We can't keep right. saying that medication right. is going to save us. This is not right. the natural scheme of things. Well, I mean, when God had told us to take care of our temples, he was not talking about brick and mortar alone. He was telling right. us to take care of our bodies. And because we progressed to a point of fast food and poor health choices, we are now told that the only thing that's going to save us is a chemical or a drug. I refuse to accept that as truth because it goes against the very Bible I read every day. Right, right. Yeah. I, 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 I totally agree. I totally agree with you. Uh, it, here's And here's the thing, too. Um, you know, being in the field that I work in, you know, people come in, they're on a lot of medications. Uh, people, when they go to the doctor, they tell them, you know, if they're sick, you know, a doctor will tell them, all right, this medicine will fix that. People are looking for a medicine. They're looking for a quick cure. They're looking for a quick fix. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's a society that we live in. We live in a microwave society. Uh, you know, I know when... I'm in the gym working out. If I'm training for a competition, and I'm sure you guys can relate, you know, if you're starting to get real lean and starting to get really vascular and you're seeing good muscle separation, uh, people will come up to me in the gym 
and they'll say, hey, man, what are you doing to get so lean? And I'm like, hey, I'm just eating healthy. It's just my diet and training. And it's like they leave disappointed because they're yeah, wanting me yeah. to tell them some magic pill that I'm taking. And I'm like, I'm not taking anything. It's just simply hard work and discipline with my diet and nutrition, extreme discipline with it. And uh, it's like they don't want to hear that. And I feel like that's the society that we live in. We've been so indoctrinated with this society that, you know, if we're sick, hey, take this pill. And uh, so it's, you know, if telling people, um, you know, for example, if 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 a guy, if a uh, one of the doctors here in town that um, I work close with, he sends me a lot of people. Maybe they'll go in and see him, and maybe they'll have high blood pressure. Um, he can tell them, say, "Hey, you know, we'll get you started on this medicine, but I want you to go over to see this trainer. Uh, probably, if you lose forty pounds, you won't have to be put on any type of medication. We can get you off of it." And so we'll, he'll he'll basically in a sense, write a prescription for them to do personal training. They'll come and see me, um, make sure that I teach them how to eat right. I make sure they're working out uh, uh, every day. And over time, we'll see them get to the point where they don't have to be on any type of medicine. Now, it took hard work. It took discipline. It took structure. It took somebody to get behind them and encourage them and provide that support for them. But that's my job, and that's what I do because I want to see them – be able go. to get off all these medicines, and yeah. uh, but if you, it, it's it's mind blowing to me how much how many medications that people are on all the time. Yeah. When if they would just get the uh, uh, the right support, get the right guidance on um, you know how, how to how to exercise and eat right. Basically, what it comes down to. Uh, how they wouldn't have to be on all these different types of medicines. Okay. Um, it, it, it's, but, you know, so, you know, pushing a vaccine, um, and I think a lot of doctors, even, you know, before they send people to me, you know, they know that, hey, this person probably won't have to be put on medicine. But a lot of times it's not even suggested to them because a lot of people just don't have discipline in their life. And, mm-hmm. uh, yep. You know, they're not going to go to the gym every day and work out. You know, they've been eating a certain way for 40 years. You know, they're not going to change their eating habits. Uh, nope. And so it, it, it takes a person with some level of discipline in order to step in and make those adjustments, make those changes. Uh, and I think we're seeing the same thing right now. And I think that's one reason that we're probably not seeing um, a lot of information you know, being brought out for, you know, uh, how, how to improve but it's being somebody's withheld. immune system. It's being withheld. And that's right. the part yeah. that frustrates yeah. me because yeah. there is an alternative and there is a compromise where you, like, I don't, I'm not going to argue with somebody who's pre, almost diabetic and has to be put on insulin. But the thing would be, that would be fair, would be saying you don't have to be on this forever. You can, right. you know, fix your health yeah. and basically get off the insulin. Because I, it was, I had a member that was telling me they couldn't maintain their membership because of having to afford the the cost of insulin and the increase that's been happening there. Until they realized that their improved health meant they reduced their insulin intake, and then finally they had to go with it. I mean, go without it altogether. Now, like like you're saying, I'm not saying that's going to happen for everybody, 
somebody might be too far gone where they have to stay on right. it for the rest of their lives and then basically balancing out. I'm not saying that, but there should be an alternative presented to say there is another way to go about doing this. And if you're withholding that information, because there's plenty of people, you know, I, like I remember a, a guy who was a trainer and gladly not training anymore, but he wanted to basically have people train with him for the rest of their lives so he'd have a, a steady income. And I said it should be where you're looking for the next person you can help instead of basically maintaining someone's dependence on you for yep. training. It, it, right. It's just not fair to not give that alternative. Right. Yep. Right. I totally yeah. agree. It, 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 so in a perfect world, because, you know, I can't just, as much as I get frustrated with the medical model sometimes and ah. the withholding of the information, I can't totally knock the medical model because if in an acute situation, in an emergency, there there's no place I'd rather be is than the United States. Our doctors are bar none, yes. and they save a lot of lives, and they improve a lot yes, of lives. Do. But when it comes to preventive health, preventive care, the United States as a whole is the pits. And it's not necessarily no. the doctor's fault because that's not their training. They're not taught those things. So they promote what they are taught. But come on, folks, when the writing's on the wall, and you're a doctor and you know that vitamins and exercise and all these things are just that it should be like your entry fee into life. They're just the basics. You have to have these things in order to play the game of life. Otherwise you're not right. going to play it well. And and that's well, where I have that's where I have angst. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a very good point. Preventive medicine. Um and I tell people all the time, what's the best form of preventive medicine in the world? Proper nutrition, proper exercise. Yep. yep. You know, that's the best form of preventive medicine in the world, but it's the least prescribed. Yep. You better believe Because it. it's not regulated. You can't regulate yep. proper <laughs> nutrition and exercise, and the results are going to be different for everyone, and it is work. <laughs> Right. So if I right. guess I can't regulate it, then I can't prescribe it because I don't know what it's going to do if it's you know, <laughs> but we right. do know. Right. Yes, you're, you're starting to see more doctors, I think, um, start encouraging proper nutrition and exercise more. I've trained a lot of doctors over the past, and, and uh, you know they come to me for nutritional advice. They come to me for exercise advice. And they should. And and. I, I you know I'm I'm kind of shocked because they're medical professionals and I'm like you know these are some things that you know they should know but what they're taught is medicine you know they taught yeah you, know, you come to exactly. you, you you're sick we can tell you what kind of medicine to fix that uh, yeah and you know that's what medical schools and, and they do a great job of that and they like you said Desiree they they helped a lot of people saved a lot of people's lives um, but I just I, I would like to see the uh, preventive medicine pushed a lot more, uh, but at the same time, if if preventive medicine is encouraged, what will that do to the pharmaceutical companies? Well, you know what it's going to do. Yeah, and they're yeah, fighting against that. I'm, right. I'm not that concerned with what it's going to do to pharmaceutical you know, companies. Uh, it makes me wonder: Are the pharmaceutical companies? Uh, are they really trying to create a cure or to create a customer? You know? Oh my gosh, yeah. who was it? This is anecdotal. This is 
totally anecdotal, guys, and I forget who I was having this conversation with, but I was speaking with, I think it was um, a family member, it'll come to me, and they were on an airplane and uh, sitting next to XYZ, a young man, and so they struck up this conversation, and he was a pharmaceutical rep, and he was talking about all the training he had just come through in a week-long seminar and just how intense it was. And they had this goal of like five by 2025 or something like that. Again, it's anecdotal. And basically what their goal was, you know, you know, every person on five prescriptions by 2025. That was the goal. That was the goal? That was the goal for this particular pharmaceutical network, to get more people on their products. Wow. Wow, uh, it's sad. So right there lets you know it's really not, they're really not into it to create a cure for people. No. Not to that extent. Has anybody heard of a movie called, or a show called Dope Sick? I have not. Uh -uh. I have not, No. But it's, it's real, about I mean, how they knew the people were going to get addicted to it, and instead of getting better, they upped the dosage. And it yeah. just constantly wow. just kept increasing and increasing until they had people chemically dependent on that drug. Uh, the wow. only yeah. thing that was stronger at the time was fentanyl, and I don't know if anybody's uh, familiar with the medical field, but that was the next thing, and that was a very close second. If you think about wow. that, and, and how people were drug-induced. And, I, you know, I don't want to get too far off, off topic, but just check it out. It's called Dope Sick It, and it's talking about how they knew ahead of time, and all they had to do was pay off the FDA and basically have them look up, turn a blind eye and just keep on mm. selling that stuff until they had a, wow. a, a nation, half the nation that was chemically addicted to that. So if you're talking about Big Pharma is going to sit there and jump in and say, you know, let's pull out the pump the brakes, and get somebody, as long as there's profit and greed and corruption, then I doubt big industry is going to be the ones that's going to be the one to change it. It's going to have to come from grassroots. And when people right. say enough is enough, that's when. But if they don't, like, if we don't share, or if we're not allowed to share that information, then it's a lot harder for people to hear it and even know that there is a change possible. I, When I was hearing, like, even now, even now, but more so back in the day, it almost sounded like people were worshiping that vaccine as compared to yeah. basically getting a chance. They were willing to fight, kick, claw, and scratch to get that vaccine. And I'm saying, you know, if, if you were healthier, would you have this fear of concern? Because the, the worst thing is knowing what you've done to your body over the years and then understanding yeah. that you are at high risk. They won't say it publicly. Who would? But the real truth of the matter is that it was a very real and substantial risk to your health because it was already at risk just from poor diets, just from lack of activity. And, you know, when when I heard, uh, and now this is, like I said, this is not hearsay what I'm saying. This is me being in the room with the fella and him saying with all the years of drug abuse, he couldn't realize that his, he couldn't even begin to fathom that his body was breaking down because it had been there for him all that time in the past. I said, but all that abuse basically had the rent come up, and he wasn't ready to pay it back. So, you know, if, if we're not even advertising or being allowed to advertise that there's an alternative, that there's good health, that if you take care of yourself, you know, you're, you're not at as risk as, as people who are just basically running themselves down. It's 
how many times yeah, what, can what, we just keep what going to that rabbit hole and not understand that, you know, at some point you're not going to be able to come out? I'm just going to throw a question out there. What what do you guys think the solution would be to get this information out there? This? You know, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's a total paradigm shift. And that takes yeah. a yeah. lot of clamoring, consistency, repetitiveness. It basically takes the same kind of discipline and theory that you would bring to the gym or, or to nutrition and preparing any athlete in preparing for competition over right. and over and over and over again until it starts to take hold. And then when people actually, I mean, and people are, you see more and more people gravitating towards holistic doctors and, um, you know, th- that area of medicine more and more because they are running out of hope. They're going, I've got this wrong, I've got that wrong, and they're getting all these tests, and the doctors are saying, there's nothing wrong with you. All of your, all of your test results are coming back in the range of normal. But they're like, mm-hmm. I still feel terrible. Well, we don't know. There's nothing wrong with you, but yet there's something. And so they right. are looking for anyone who's willing to look deeper to help them find a solution. And when enough of those people start to build up, the cup is going to tip, but you know what right. that tipping point is. I have no idea. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good answer. Very good answer. So you got to you got to keep talking, and and yeah. collaborating with like-minded people, and keep sharing, and not be afraid to share, regardless of what the pushback is going to be. Right. Can you I know, have my kind of like? Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Can I? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, this is back in the nineties. And I was walking, my, my uh, godfather was also uh, the, the hospital chaplain for the two local hospitals in our in our area, in our city. And this is back in the 90s, before all of this other mess was coming uh, to, to the range. And he asked the doctor who was giving him another prescription for something that was going on with his health. And one of the things he asked was, all right, doc, you know, you, here's another prescription and there's going to be side effects to this prescription. And he said, well, what are you going to finally give me that deals with the side effects of all the other side effects? And basically, I don't have to take anything else. And it was quite shocking to watch the physical response of that doctor because he was so offended. And he was looking at uh, Reverend like, how dare you ask me this question? Because he didn't Mm -hmm. have an answer. And he said, you know, honestly, I don't know. And, then, you know, it hurt him to say it, but he was stuck because this was a long hospital with a long hallway, and they were both going through the same room. So they couldn't just walk in silence after a question like that. It had to be something something that had to be answered. And for him to say, I don't know, just lets you know that they don't have all the answers. They're not got. And right. we do have methods and understanding. And, Josh, I don't know about you, but I, I have years of living a, a healthy lifestyle and, and, and being consistent in it, not where I'm falling or falling off the wagon or binging out on poor and, and, and unhealthy food. Now, I've, I've eaten bad food, and I've felt the side effects of that, you know, lethargic, uh, slow, right. uh, not as upbeat, but we would notice it sooner, and we can speak more actively about it. And the one thing right. that, that 
amazes me is that a doctor would come in because you know we do interact with doctors, we do interact with nurses, and they have questions just like every other human being on this planet, and they have a, enough sense to ask. But when they're saying what they're saying, who's going to listen to them? Because they are at odds with with the uh, the health and fitness. I mean, not not the health, fit, but the the medical community, because they're tell, being told a year after being told it come hell or water you're going to stay at work that now if they don't get these vaccines they are now at risk so you know they are more outspoken now and they can talk about the travesties that have happened in the medical field and they can be more open about it because now they are part of the game they got skin in the game so when we're constantly going back and forth about this are we listening because i think that's the one thing everybody's got something to say but nobody has time to listen because we, we, we can't just say my way or the highway. We know that doesn't work. In the health right. and fitness industry, we know that med- medicine is needed for people who are already at risk. And for us to deny that is already saving off the, the discussion that needs to, have, need to happen and then becomes a debate instead of an understanding. As When you're asking what you're asking, the best way to do it is by word of mouth and years of experience in doing it because you cannot deny what you've seen and, and you can have pictures and, and life stories and have people, eyewitnesses who have lived through it and can talk about, right. you know, getting off the insulin, watching their blood pressure go down, watching their cholesterol decrease. These are all things that lead to good health. And if we're not basically pointing those people out, then it is hard to hear because I guarantee the uh, big pharma is not going to be sharing that kind of information no. with the people who need no. to hear it most. No, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, it's amazing. Um, you know, I can, and I, I do need to probably actually put some more uh, information out there because I have so many examples of what you're talking about, Kaylin. <clears throat> with, um, I had a client come in recently and I had a, before he signed up uh, to work with me, I had a consultation with him and, uh, you know, basically, he was like, you know, if if I follow the meal plan that you're giving me and I follow the exercise program that you're giving me, um, will I see a difference in my blood work? And I said, Gar- I said, yes, guarantee it. You'll see a quick and immediate difference with it. One month later, he come back in. He had blood work done when he first came in. One month, it was actually four weeks. It wasn't even a full calendar month that he had blood work drawn again, his blood work improved in every single area dramatically after being on the meal plan and the workout program for four weeks. Awesome. Um, His his dad, now this guy's father-in-law is a doctor. He was was amazed. He couldn't believe it. Um, This is a guy also that did exactly what I asked him to do. If you know whatever I had him eat, he ate it. He didn't. He didn't try to cheat on the meal plan or anything like that. Whatever the workout program was that I put him on, he made sure he did it. He did it to a T. And then he brought the lab results in, and he just he was blown away with it. And I'm like, you know, this is exactly what will happen. And this could happen to anybody, and uh, to some degree. And um, it. it it, it's uh, you know I need to do better about getting that information out because people need to see that 
you know, a lot of people like to see. I'll post a, a lot of stuff on my social media feeds on uh, before and after mm-hmm. pictures because that grabs people's attention. You know, they see, hey, you know, this this guy was 100 pounds heavier now. You know, after uh, after a year, he's 100 pounds lighter, and now look at him; looks completely different. Um, but you know, the blood work right there is, is even more so important yeah. when and when you know you you can get that information out there to people. Changing the narrative exactly, taking it a step further outside of the physical and what you can see. Because that's what most people are concerned with. How do I look like on the outside? But really starting to change that narrative, that story about what's going on on the inside, because that's really where the magic is happening. I love that. Blood work right there, it gives you a, I mean, let you know, you're going to see quicker results with the blood work actually than the physical changes as well. All good stuff. All good stuff, guys. Um, you know, so if our listeners are out there and you're wondering, well, what what do I do? What do I do? How? What is it I should do to help build my immune system and stuff? You know, first step is, A, I can't technically give you any quote-unquote medical advice, although I could give you plenty of good advice. So seek out a professional. So you have professionals like Josh. You have chiropractors, nutritionists, holistic doctors. Seek out a professional that can start to talk to you about improving your internal health um, naturally and start to make those tweaks and changes. And I guarantee you probably the vast majority of them are going to talk to you top two things. They're going to talk to you about nutrition. They're going to talk to you about exercise. And then beyond that, they might talk to you about uh, stress management, sleep, mindset, you know, just some of those other areas that go along with it. But find that professional that can start to talk to you about how your body functions and what you can do to build your body up the best that it can be naturally. And that's, I mean, it's going to change your life. It's going to change your life. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. So, Josh, for folks, I mean, you do in-person, I believe you do virtually as well, correct? Yes. Okay. So, if someone wants to get a hold of you and schedule a consultation and talk about all the things that we've been talking about tonight, where, how can they find you? Uh, you can I have, uh, go to my website, which is uh, transformationpersonaltraining.com. Uh, or you can also reach me at transformation.ky at gmail.com. All right, very good. You heard it there, folks. All right, Kaylin, last thoughts on tonight? What's working isn't working. And mm. it's, it's, it's time to make a change because there's too many people I know that are potentially at risk and I can't idly stand by and say it's okay for them to go. Right. Right, right. And, Josh, yeah, last, I mean, last thoughts on tonight. Well, you know, um, you know, right now I'm just thinking of I know several people that have died within the past week from uh, COVID complications. And, um, you know, it, it, it's sad to say, but uh, they – uh, obesity was was a big factor in it, uh, which compromised our immune systems. And 
I, I, it's, it's actually kind of been eye-opening to me. <laughs> I'm glad we had this conversation because there's some things that I could be doing that I have avoided just simply because, you know, of all the controversy out there with, um, you know, the whole topic of COVID. And, uh, you know, I just need to do more to bring awareness of uh, how important that, you know, what we've been discussing, you know, proper nutrition, proper exercise, uh, building up your own immune system um, can uh, uh, that that's probably the best thing you can do to combat COVID. So it's I'm I'm going to go out and start bringing some awareness to that. Hashtag combat COVID. Hashtag combat COVID. I mean, and we and we all we all can be doing a better job of bringing awareness. Yeah. And so it's uh you know it's it's a call to action for all of us and that's for sure. So with that being said, snickerdoodle shout out, Kalen. Uh if they had a snickerdoodle COVID killer, I would take it all day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Josh, thanks so much for coming on and sharing your perspective. And uh you know, I if they had a chocolate COVID killer with peanuts in the middle. <laughs> I would take that all day long. <laughs> but in the I'm, meantime, I'm folks, oh, shoot, just remember, your body is a temple, so let's build it. Amen. Thanks, guys.